Good morning and welcome back to a, another Fast Coming Monday. This is my podcast, Insanity, A Peace of Mind, and I'm your host, Stephanie. Hopefully you listened to last week's episode, which is the beginning of a multi-part discussion on food and mood. I'm going to continue this week with a bit more about neurotransmitters and add some information about amino acids, proteins, and hormones in order to create what I hope is a basic understanding about why, how, and what food does to our mental health, uh, the good and the bad. Neurotransmitters, back to a little bit about those, are chemical messengers that carry, boost, and balance the signals between our neurons and target cells. And the target cells can be in our glands, our muscles, or any other nerve cells in our body. Amino acids are a group of 20 organic compounds that share specific formation traits. They are compounds needed for building the proteins that our bodies need and then synthesizing hormones and neurotransmitters. The chemical reactions that these organic compounds are regularly involved in maintain all of our body's normal functions, and they have an impact on nearly every system in our body, including assisting in the creation and growth of muscles, connective tissue, and skin. They assist in maintaining muscle tone and tissue strength. They are active in healing and repair. They contribute to normal digestion They provide energy for our moving, growing, and developing bodies. They help regulate moods by producing hormones and producing neurotransmitters. And they are active in maintaining healthy skin, hair, and nails. There are three different categories of amino acids. There are the essential ones, the non-essential ones, and the conditional ones. There are nine essential amino acids and our bodies cannot produce them. So the nine essential ones cannot be produced inside of the body. They have to come from external sources, which ideally is our food and then potentially through supplementation. Listen carefully or not, but this is where I'm going to tell you what they do and then briefly address what foods you can eat to get them into your diet. However, I am actually only going to talk about the ones that have direct impact on the functions of our brain and by extension, our mood and our potential mental health issues. So it's not all nine of them. And I did practice how to say them because they're words that I don't usually speak, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna do it correctly. Uh, The first one is histidine. It helps create the similarly named 
histamine, a chemical made by the immune system to defend against invading bodies like allergens. So histamine, histidine, histidine, um, this helps fight off allergies. Histamine also plays a vital role in the digestive system and functions as a neurotransmitter, helping our nerves send messages to each other. This uh, high content foods for histidine are meats, dairy, fish, beans, and seeds. The next one is phenylalanine. It is necessary in producing certain molecules that are related to mental health. It creates the conditional amino acid tyrosine and also helps produce adrenaline and noradrenaline, which are crucial in our fight or flight response. It also aids in producing dopamine, which is our pleasure uh, center, which is how we help, which is how we feel pleasure. It also helps in forming memories and learning new skills. High content foods include meats and dairy, fish, beans, and whole grains. Tryptophan. Our bodies use tryptophan to create melatonin and serotonin, and these are incredibly important for regulating our sleep cycles. Serotonin also regulates appetite, mood, and pain. The liver also uses tryptophan to produce niacin, which is a vitamin B3 uh, amino acid, or no, vitamin B3 is just a vitamin, which aids DNA production as well as metabolic function. High content foods include meats, dairy, fish, beans, and whole grains. So those are the essential amino acids, again, which the body cannot produce internally. There are four non-essential amino acids, and they are produced naturally in your body, whether or not you eat foods or supplements that contain them. Supplying the body with additional non-essential amino acids can prevent deficits and ensure consistent health. So these are the ones that are produced naturally in your body. Alanine. It helps break down the tryptophan, which just a few minutes ago, I told you is necessary for melatonin and serotonin and vitamin B6 in addition to vitamin B3. Alanine or alanine and histidine also work together to produce carnosine, which is stored in skeletal muscles to reduce lactic acid accumulation during exercise, improving performance. High content foods, same as the others, meats, dairy, fish, beans, and whole grains. The next one is asparagine. It is important for liver health and glycoprotein production in the body. It helps reduce fatigue and contributes to signaling and development within the central nervous system. Uh, foods, meats, dairy, fish, beans, and whole grains. Aspartic acid is the next one. This is uh, immune system related. It aids in the production of antibodies. It is also active in our reproductive cycles, responsible for regulating production of testosterone as well as the menstrual cycle and sperm production. 
Aspartic acid also uh, plays a role in signaling within the central nervous system. Foods, meats, dairy, fish, beans, and certain vegetables. Glutamic or glutamic acid, it is used by the body to create glutamate, which helps nerve cells communicate. This results in impacting on learning and memory. Glutamic acid treatments can also help people with low stomach acid levels. You can get this amino acid in meats, dairy, fish, beans, and whole grains. So we've done essential, non-essential, and now we are moving on to conditional amino acids. There are eight of them. These are produced in the body when your body needs them, typically when you are fighting an illness or dealing with stress. As you age, if you experience extreme stress and some potential genetic disorders are some of the conditions under which the body may struggle to create these amino acids. So again, I'm only gonna describe the ones that have direct impact on mental health. There are plenty of others, and if this is a subject that intrigues you, you can look up all of the ones that I'm leaving out. First uh, conditional amino acid that I wanna talk about is tyrosine. It is key to the production of important brain chemicals, including dopamine, adrenaline, and noradrenaline. Tyrosine is also used to make thyroid hormones, which regulate our metabolism, and melanin that gives us our skin color. High content foods include meats, dairy, fish, beans, and nuts. The other one is serine. It is found almost exclusively in the brain. It is a neuromodulator, which means it manages neuron activity in the nervous system. It also increases the effects of other chemicals that bind with NMDA receptors. Serine has been studied as a treatment for brain conditions and to combat cognitive decline, uh, among other things affecting the ner central nervous system. High content foods, meats, dairy, fish, beans, and certain vegetables. Sounds like a broken record, right? All of the same foods help increase all of the appropriate amino acids, which affect positively our mental health. So uh, as I said before, food is the best source for amino acids. Animal and plant products alike are both effective in uh, getting the appropriate amino acids into our bodies. However, some types of food may contain only part of the amino acid that is necessary. Some foods may contain only essential amino acids, others may contain all of them, and still other foods may only contain the non-essential types. So eating a well-balanced diet is important in making sure that we get all of the amino acids that we need. So just, I'm gonna list them from, you know, in no particular order, certainly not um, most, most important to least important, but these are the natural sources of amino acids that you can eat and get out of your food, okay? You can get them in dairy, 
beef, pork, chicken, and turkey, salmon, and tuna, eggs uh, carry amino or great sources of amino acids, soy products, tofu, edamame, soy milk, quinoa, spinach, kale, broccoli, romaine lettuce, beans and other legumes, and potatoes. As I went through this and learned this information, one of the things that I appreciated most is that these are foods I already eat. I don't have to make a lot of changes, but what I do need to do is tweak, add, replace, and supplement to make better use of these foods that I already eat. I also appreciate that vegans, vegetarians, and meat eaters alike are all able to get these in the foods of their choice. So it doesn't matter um, what your food eating preferences are. There are foods that you can eat that will give you these essential amino acids, the non-essential amino acids, and the conditional amino acids. And this is going to be a three-parter at least. And so next week, I'm going to talk specifically about deficiencies in amino acids, how they affect your hormones and neurotransmitters, and how these affect specific mental health conditions. It's time to rethink food and increase our knowledge about how food can be used as supplement, or if we are lucky, as replacement for some of our medications and medicines. So I will leave you with another quote from Hippocrates. He supposedly said, leave your drugs in the chemist's pot if you can cure the patient with food. And you are your own patient. So do your part and have a great week.